A no-willpower approach. The audiobook you're listening to is quite different from other audiobooks you may have listened to about ending bad habits. You aren't going to hear about setting goals to be habit-free, using willpower to overcome your habit, or being more disciplined as a way to outsmart yourself. This is not an audiobook that urges you to examine your past, the overall state of your life, or the specific emotional voids that led you to your habit. You won't be asked to consider the external factors that trigger your habit, and you won't have to come up with a list of alternate behaviors to turn to when the urge to do your habit strikes. This approach is different. This audiobook is based on the premise that your habit is an impersonal, thought-based experience that can be addressed without rehashing your past or analyzing your life. It is not about a lack of willpower or discipline, and it has nothing to do with being ignorant of triggers or not using the right coping mechanisms. Instead, ending your habit is about deeply connecting with the truth of who you are and deeply seeing the true nature of your habit and yourself. We will look at the intersection of spiritual and neuroscience principles to encourage those insights. Your habit is rooted in an attempt to feel better, But that doesn't mean you have to radically change your life for your habit to go away. In very simplistic terms, nearly all habits start as a way to not feel what you're feeling, a way to leave the present moment, often by numbing out in some way, and return to a more peaceful, calm home base. Your habits are misguided attempts to feel more comfortable in your own skin, and they are incredibly effective. They do take you out of your suffering for a short time. They quiet your painful thinking, transport you away from the moment you're in, and help you stay partially blind to your experience. When you're feeling restless and you stumble upon some behavior, substance, or obsession that instantly soothes that restlessness, the habit has taken hold. From then on, the habitual thought or behavior looks like the best and fastest feel-better option available to you. Your habit is also giving you valuable information about your state of mind. When you feel the tension and dis-ease that leads you to want to act out your habit, that dis-ease is your signal that you are lost in your personal thoughts, creating an uncomfortable experience for yourself with your own thinking. In that way, your habit is a helpful invitation to step back and let your mind clear so that you can reconnect with the truth of who you are. So initially, your habit may be something you do to feel more like yourself in the face of some inner conflict or dissatisfaction. As your habit becomes more entrenched, however, the habit itself becomes the problem. Before you know it, the habit is a bigger problem than any pain it originally helped you to avoid. Your habituated brain is now focused on keeping your habit alive, and it uses urges to do that. Urges are simply thoughts or feelings that encourage you to act on your habit. Urges can be anything from a fleeting thought that says, It's okay, just check your email one last time, to all-out warfare, something you feel throughout your body that hijacks your emotions, drives action, and feels near impossible to ignore, like a smoker's craving for a cigarette or an alcoholic's craving for a drink. Soon, while your habit is still about avoiding your experience, 
The painful experience you are trying to avoid is the urge. Acting on your habit is still a means of distraction from your own inner experience, but the source of suffering changes. That extremely uncomfortable drive to act on your habit is neurologically strengthened each time you obey the urge. The stronger and more frequent urges become, the harder it is to do anything other than to give in to them, which sets in motion a painful, habit-reinforcing cycle. As you will hear throughout this audiobook, however, transcending your habit is always possible, regardless of the neurological state of your brain.